Hello and welcome to A Recipe for Dreams, the podcast in which we discuss dreams, nightmares, insomnia, and anything else that disrupts your sleep. I'm your host, Luna Morningstar, and on this episode, we'll be discussing the nature of dreams. So what are dreams? No, but really. Put simply, they are the stories and images our mind creates whilst we are sleeping. There is no true consensus on why we dream, what causes them, how they relate to reality, or if there's a way to induce or reduce them. We'll look at some of the prevailing theories on dreams later in this episode. But first, let us discuss the facts. Regardless of if you remember them, everyone is expected to dream three to six times every night, with dreams lasting an average of five to 20 minutes. Nearly all dreams, around 95% in fact, are forgotten by the time you wake up, and if not, are usually vague or nonsensical shortly after waking. Dreaming is linked heavily with the creation of long-term memories, which leads many to believe this is why recent major events are often integrated into our dreams. And finally, it can be understood that all senses are utilised within dreams, with sensations of touch, sound, taste and smell being activated by dream states, alongside the expected visual stimuli. Even those who have an impaired sense, such as those who are blind or deaf, still dream, but will often continue to not have their missing senses within dreams, unless they had such senses at an earlier point in their life. Dreams are fascinating. In my experience, they are often nonsensical, odd, illusionary sequences and montaged memories. It's very rare I remember my dreams, though when I do, they often induce strong, physical, and often emotional responses. Cold sweats, shakes, verbal anguish such as yells or screams, or simple reactionary emotions such as a punch, kick, or in a more extreme and specific case, instinctively calling someone involved in a dream. I'll say more on the latter later. Now, we've discussed the facts. It's time to discuss the theories. There are many theories on why we dream. A way for our mind to experience unconscious desires and wishes. Analyzing information gathered during the day. A form of psychotherapy. Simply an interpretation of signals from the body and mind during sleep. Any and all of these could be true, but let's look further into it. As discussed earlier, the mind may create dreams in order to develop memories, consolidate a day's learnings and recording the waking consciousness. This would give a reason for recent events to be related to in dreams why the last person you spoke to may be involved in such dreams, and why dreams will often present fears you have either thought of or discussed during that day within them. 
I personally think of this as less of a theory and more of a truth to why we dream. It is simply the most obvious answer to why we dream. But then, how do we dream of the future? I'm sure you too have experienced a dream which will give you deja vu in the morning. Something vaguely familiar in your waking life that can only relate to your dreams. It is believed that dreams are a way of preparing for future threats, developing defences and expectations of dangerous or at least negative scenarios. Our natural default is both curious and fearful of the known and unknown. We wish to learn, to adapt, to develop on and on, and dreams are simply a result of that nature. Fight or flight. It's a fear response, a way to adapt, a way to evolve, change with our environment. Perhaps that is the true nature of dreams. Dreaming may be a way for our minds to simulate reality, to explore events in vivid detail. Dreaming is a subsystem of the waking default network, put simply, the part of the mind associated with daydreaming. Now, it's no surprise that the wistful experience of staring off into a middle distance, exploring your own thoughts, is heavily connected to the unconscious dream. Dreaming could, according to some theories, also be simply a way for the brain to develop. Cognitive development occurs little during our waking lives. We receive information, collect it, but hardly take time to analyse such data, reflect on such activity. The brain is allowed to do just this as we sleep, and our dreams are thought to just be a result of this processing of data. Similarly, our dream states could be a way to psychoanalyse our unconscious mental function create a deep understanding of our innermost thoughts and automated actions. This would be why dreams are so often compulsive, given little thought even when lucid. Actions are made without true intent, but simply because they are what our mind sees as automatic, or, in some cases, required, needed, absolutely imperative to whatever our mind is thinking. Common themes of dreams are based in basic human desire and response. Running, falling, pursuing, even themes of sex or caregiving are reflections of innate wants or needs felt by most people. Dreams are a unique opportunity for our minds to combine our current experiences with consolidation of past events and preparation for the future almost creating a roadmap of life based on your experience. But further, dreams can simply be a place to psychologically bring together overwhelming, contradictory or complex ideas which we struggle to make sense of in our waking lives. Thoughts that would regularly seem unsettling can be broken down, explored and explained by the ego. Allowing for psychological balance and equilibrium to be achieved through our dreams. So those are the key theories, and we will most certainly revisit some of those again in the future. But for now, 
that is enough analytical dismantling of our unconscious states. Now we go back to my earlier anecdote. As I said before, once upon waking from a dream I instinctively took my phone and called someone who was involved in the narrative of that dream. I will start from the point I remember. I was having a dream, potentially a nightmare, it is hard to say, relating to my, at the time, partner. The details of the dream are essentially non-existent, though I can only assume that it placed my partner in some form of danger. Upon waking from my dream state, I immediately grabbed my phone, opened my contacts and rang my partner. Now, I will not get too much into the details of the call, and for the most part, I don't really remember them at this point. But what I will say is that upon realising there was no peril, no issue, that my partner was safe as I heard their voice, the fear quickly turned into embarrassment. The dream, as I saw at the time, was so real, so visceral. The emotional connection I had with the story my mind had concocted was so great that I had made an immediate action to pursue the threat upon waking. The event I was acting on was a fiction, an illusion, perhaps no more than an exercise in memory construction by my brain. And yet, that same mind, once conscious, believed those events to be true. That situation, for me, is a unique one. I have never known such a need for action coming from a dream, in my own experiences, beyond that. I have, of course, awoken in a panicked state, relating to a dream's events, or something more real, like a worry of missing an alarm or otherwise being late. Maybe those even being related to a dream. But either way, those are things that, while still not requiring any sort of immediate action, are still based in sense or logic to some degree. A legitimate threat of sorts. But never have I acted so suddenly in response to a dream otherwise. And, of course, this has stuck with me. Far more than any other dream ever has. To the point that I am discussing it here. Because I want to know if this is a true anomaly. If I'm alone in this response. Dreams are so rarely something we discuss. Often they are intimate of sorts, whether that be due to the people involved in them, the events that occur, or just because we are at our most vulnerable when sleeping. So here is my call to action, my request for you, the listener. Tell me, have you ever reacted in a similar way to a dream of your own? Not necessarily making a call, but Maybe a different form of communication, perhaps grabbing something to defend yourself, maybe even rushing to a location within your home otherwise, due to the events experienced purely in a dream. And further, I ask, how far 
did the action go before you realised the trigger was all just in your mind? Imagined. If you'd like to share your story, you can email us at arecipefordreams at gmail.com or tweet us at arfdpod on Twitter using the hashtag mydreamrecipe. If we find your story to be interesting, it may be featured on a future episode. But with that said, this brings the episode to a close. So thank you for joining us for this, our pilot episode, and I hope you'll join us in the future. There is so much to discuss in the realm of dreams, and so many stories to tell, some of which will be my own. I have been Luna Morningstar, you have been asleep, and this has been a recipe for dreams. Good night.